0: Hi, I'm Stage and Stage's Lynn Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to the Hamilcast.
1: Boots and cuts and boots and (laughs) cuts. everybody. Welcome back to the Hamelcast. I'm Jillian. Today, on this gorgeous Sunday afternoon, we're out of the heat dome. I'm here with Austin Scott.
2: Hey. Hi. Austin,
1: (laughs) you play Alexander Hamilton on Broadway. I do. Thank you so much for coming here on your, quote, day off.
2: Thank you for having me. Where you yes.
1: did something before this, and then you're doing something after, and you're a <laughs> never, very busy person. Never
2: stops, never stops. Um, Notice I didn't say nonstop.
1: Yeah, de- well, not yet.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's very
1: early. It's the very cocktail early. is sitting there. Yes. Um, the cocktail today is just like fruity deliciousness. I'm I I called it um shoot off at the mouth. It's just like vodka stuff. I love it. But um, I'm gonna cheers you.
2: Yes, I'm about to take my first drink right yeah, now. Yeah, take it. It's Here it comes. Good. Oh yeah, that's good. It's good, right? What's that? What's the name for that? Like audio like the youtube videos which just people drinking and like oh eating.
1: asmr am sure AMS, yeah. something like that that was a
2: little something for those people
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm gonna have to make sure the audio is nice and high <laughs> on that one well i called it that because i've never resonated so much with the hamilton before ever seeing the show so thank you for being here your performance is just really really excellent
2: thank you yeah. thank you so much
1: um the last time we hung out was after a show in like June, I think. I took my friend Eric. Yeah,
2: I think so. And then we went out. We for went across some the street. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. You were so kind and lovely, and you just did a show. I think it was a Saturday night. You just did like two shows too. or something. Yeah.
2: But that's you know, I mean, I, I'm off on Sunday, so if I yeah. on everything in the morning. I'm like, yeah, let's go rage.
1: Come yeah, <laughs> forty five <laughs> do throw yeah. down. Um, but oh. I appreciated it so much. Oh, of course, at the time. Oh my
2: god, well you're just so sweet, and your energy is so like warm. I oh thanks. Fun. Yeah. Well,
1: yours too. You're um you're from California, right? I am. You have a nice California vibe Thank you. going on. Thank how many you. times do people
2: tell you that? Or Quite how? often. <laughs> the The funniest thing, though, is like, I think Hamilton is the exact opposite of the California vibe. Totally. And so, <laughs> especially like early on, um, like on tour, Tommy Kale would like sit me down every now and then. He's like, so great. You're doing you're doing great things. Um, just like turn down the California a little bit. Turn up the New York. <laughs> like, All right. Yeah, cool. I can do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Tommy Kale. Yes, I can see that because... Um, people thought that we were on 1.5 speed when they were listening to our podcast cuz the two of us together were oh, just sure. to so so so, so oh, fast God, yes. um yeah so it's just tommy lives at 1.5 which he is does. how you get to be tommy kale and yes. get shit done and yep. be amazing but i could see him being like it's great yeah. uh,
2: <laughs> it's great just like you know speed it up maybe go to go to 2.5 maybe let's let's see yeah whatever you
1: 2.5 is i love i
2: love talking to him though because like yeah it takes about like 15 seconds just to kind of get up to his speed and sure. hop on the train with him and then you're like okay cool here yeah we go. but no. he's not slowing down for you no 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 yes absolutely the tommy Cale train <laughs> slows for no one
1: yes um before you were on broadway you were in the angelica tour yes yes playing hamilton on the angelica tour yes let me move the refill out of your way because you keep reaching and as long as I just want you to be as comfortable as possible. Um, yeah. So when we get to the Patreon peeps, a lot of the Patreon peeps saw you on tour as Hamilton on the Angelica tour. A lot of them, you were their first Hamilton. so So a lot of the peeps have a, you, you hold a very special place in their hearts which I think is so great. I love you peeps. Yeah, they're the best. (laughs) So tell me everything. Like, tell me about your journey. How'd you get from California to Broadway or California to the tour? I mean, you started in California, so it wasn't that big of a leap, but I'm sure there was quite a journey (laughs) to get to Hamilton. And I mean,
2: I was living in New York when I, when I booked this. So I went back to California, going, going back, back to California. Welcome
1: to the Hamilcast. Just Um, references on references, on references, on on references,
2: (laughs) on references. Yes. Um, Okay, take it way back. Yeah, so way the back. Very, I've had like three kind of encounters with the Hamilton edition process. So the very first time, I was actually in Sofia, Bulgaria, shooting a TV horror movie. Um, this was back in 20... This was this was when it was at the public, or okay. just going up at the public, okay. I think. And I just did like... I think I sang someone's Dear Theodosia, like a very rough cut of it. Um, and I had no idea what the show was about. So I like wrapped up a sweater and put it in my arms and was like cradling, cradling it like a baby because I thought that's what the song was about, which it uh-huh. kind of is. Um,
1: yeah, and you didn't, I mean.
2: And I had no idea, yeah. I was just like, this is a show about who? Alexander Hamilton, right. I don't know that, that is that is. The
1: guy on the what bill? Sure. Um, and also just to put yourself on tape as an actor, you don't really have a lot of information. So you're kind of, you want to give them what you think they want, but at that point they don't know what they want. So to do that, I think is totally, I mean, Mike is putting himself on tape for things all the time. Uh So it's very like, what do you think, what are they doing? You just are kind of flying by the seat of your pants, Hamilton. But like, (laughs) I I totally get that. You're like, how do I make this? Because you're on tape and there's some, some blank wall behind you or some closet door behind you, or you don't know. And you're trying to like get them to, see you in the role as best right. you can. I totally, and have no totally idea what the role no is idea. even. No, so, they give yeah. you like hardly any li- any hints about anything. Exactly. So yeah.
2: So it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's, su-
3: it's so, super fun So, you know, just
2: to say like nothing really came of that. Um, and then it was, it was about like a year and a half later maybe I had moved to New York and I, they called me in for like, I think they were casting for Chicago company maybe in like you know basically just replacements sort of all over the place. So I was reading for like George Washington, Jefferson, Lawrence Mulligan, like basically everybody except for Hamilton mm-hmm. um, and Burr. And I had probably like eight callbacks maybe, yeah. um, you know, with with Tommy and Lack and Lynn and and Jeff Sellers and you know everybody. Um, and at the very end of that, it was kind of just like, ah, oh, we we like you. There's something there, but you know you're you know too young for Washington to this for that to that for mm-hmm. that whatever. So, but like, you know, we'll keep you in mind. Um, so I went off and I did my, did, did life. And then I think I came back and they were like, we're not sure about this, but let's bring you in the room and just like work through some of the Hamilton stuff. Like, we're not sure if this is going to be a good fit, but like, let's, let's, let's try it. And within like two, three callbacks, like something clicked and nice. I got it.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, To be so, to be such a big part of the process like that, to, 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 no, that's the other thing right this unknown as an mm-hmm. actor like i might be in a pile like so many i mean so many of your castmates have have sat on on this couch or the couch before it and have said i i thought i was going in for burr on broadway now i'm george washington in chicago or of right, ki- you never right. really know what they're thinking or what pile exactly. you're in and it's interesting that you had so much intel on that which is it must have been terrifying and exhilarating at the same time <laughs> it was i mean i
2: you know at that streak where i had like eight callbacks like I never post on Facebook or stuff about no, you know no, things no. I wanted. But like for that, I was like, oh my God, it's, it could be happening. Yes. Like It's getting, you know, we're getting up to the higher levels. And then that day when they're like, nah, <laughs> I had to go back to Facebook with my tail between my legs. And just be
1: like, Oh my God. Well,
2: it didn't yeah. work out. But
1: that's, oh man. You know, but, but now that,
2: this is the life. Of, right.
1: But then when enough. that memory, that Facebook memory comes up, you're just like, that's uh-huh, right. Exactly. That's right. Just. Just you wait, me. Exactly. It's going to happen.
2: Exactly. That's no, um, a fun story to tell. It's,
1: it's, a, it's a great story. Yeah. yeah, it turns out so well. But the listeners would hate me if I don't just rewind real quick. You were doing, you were filming a what and where? <laughs> what was that?
2: A you... TV horror film uh-huh. called They Found Hell. It was for like, I think Netflix and like the sci-fi channel. Uh, and just one of the funnest things I've ever shot. Really? Kind of ridiculous. Can we watch it now? You like can. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Google it. Or, it's all over the place, I think. Um, you might want to, you know imbibe get a little drunk or you know yeah maybe, sure
1: make <laughs> maybe a drinking game m- yeah, out whatever it. exactly totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure that'll be fun um, every time austin's on screen drink. yeah
2: i think like at one point like my stomach gets cut open and they pull <gasps> leeches out of me and it's are you it's a good you, it's a good old gory time yeah
1: do you like horror movies no 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 not really
2: <laughs> some i do like i loved what was one i loved um the conjuring like i love the conjuring the conjuring
1: yeah, is good. It's so good like i
2: love a, i love a good if it's got a good story and like some good acting Yeah, and stuff, and then, like i, I don't
1: really it. like the jump scares Nah, i don't I'm not about i don't that. think a horror movie necessarily needs that
2: right you know right. um
1: i also am just this is a plug this is you guys you know i never have ads Come on, on this podcast but there's a website called does the dog die.com. And now they have not just the dog, but just any triggery things that maybe you don't want to see. Some kind of sexual assault. Who does? Uh, or does if you have a thing about like eyes? Does someone something happen to somebody's eye? Like you can, ser- you can just look in the movie and they'll
2: tell you like. Wow. what
1: happens without any spoilers, I guess, but...
2: Oh, so you can avoid it or so you can go to it?
1: No, so you can avoid it. Okay, I, think, I was I like, mean, that'd I go, be like... No, 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 I go to... Like, you want to diet.
2: traumatize yourself here? Like, well... <laughs> it's,
1: yeah, No, it's true. I use it to avoid it. If people I, okay. are out there wondering sure. what's the goriest, most horrible thing, yeah. then fine, you use it for that purpose, but I go to because it started with like do they hurt the animals like that's how the website started so I would go to it for everything whenever there's a dog or an animal in any show that's not like a straight up comedy I'm just like we have to pause we need
2: to yeah we need to we need to know are they gonna hurt the dog
1: because the dog didn't like leave the dogs out of it they did nothing wrong they're too good for this world we don't deserve them so I'm just curious why you want to do that Uh, (laughs) but now uh, does the dog die now they've they've evolved into all of these you know like I don't I haven't watched the handmaid's tale everyone tells me I should but that that has just pages and pages of things that you should
2: there's a lot no of, there's a lot of things Yeah. there's a lot of minds in there to dodge for sure yeah 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 yes.
1: um so i guess it was good that you're it was kind of a ridiculous movie if you don't like horror movies yes too much you know No. Yo, it's
2: way more yeah it's more fun than than scary i would say okay good yeah. good, good good
1: so you got you you booked the thing
2: I booked you the booked thing. the
1: hamilton yeah. and then you had to go all the way back to california and and then what happened
2: tell did, me yeah. like so i mean well so first i was rehearsing in um new york with the broadway company i'm um, just kind of like getting getting the show under my feet oh that's fun i did that for about a month and a half i had a pretty long rehearsal process like at the rogers go. yeah at the rogers
1: oh cool
2: yeah it was super dope so that's where i like learned the turntable and everything and there's like a secret rehearsal space um that we can go and you know play with the props and stuff so yeah i did that in new york for a little while and then i went out to la to join them while they were there finishing up their round their run there and then yeah, about like a, I was there for like a month really doing nothing. I was just like they kind of put me in an apartment in LA and like didn't have a lot of rehearsals or anything. I was kind of just sitting around like <laughs> just
1: waiting, just, just like waiting. when when is the call yeah. like
2: Which ended up like working out cuz I think I caught the flu like two or three times back to back to back. So I was just like Wait, well, I've never life. heard
1: of that happening yeah, to anyone not ever. not supposed
2: to happen. No, I think, in I think like in California. I think I, I probably caught it like on the plane out to California. And then I think I caught the flu, which then maybe turned into like, uh, what do you call it? A sinus infection, which oh, then no, like that's the, kicked that's me down. And then the I think sound. I got the flu like again. It was made no logical sense. But um, <laughs> luckily I didn't have to be doing shows. So I was, like, they were like, we might, you know, like if Michael, because Michael was who I was replacing. Like L-W-I-E, if he calls out, yeah, Luoye. If you uh if he calls out like, can we can we call you and I was like you can, but I might not be great.
1: Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> so, great, uh, cause you you have to show up. So Exactly.
2: Okay. So it's like, yeah, just be yeah, on call. get that so, steamer, get the, exactly. that pot, do what you have exactly. to do. Um But yeah, so my first show wasn't until um until San Diego. And that was also I wasn't allowed to announce it that I had mm-hmm. gotten the show to anyone outside my immediate like family circle Tell. I debuted, and that was probably four months after I found out I was booked. Like it. the so day, to, the yeah, day of, the day that I debuted.
1: What did you so do for those sit four on months? It,
2: went insane. <laughs> like,
1: how do you More or not? Or less, yeah. Because the whole again, like the that whole scene is like, hey, so like, what are you up to? What's going oh,
2: on? I've got some things sitting, in, you know, yeah. some fun things the coming up, but I can't talk about shoulders it. Shoulder <laughs>
1: like, no, 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 <laughs> surgery. It's actually bore, I'm bored. I'm
2: very <laughs> exactly. bored. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There was a lot of that for sure.
1: Uh, where in California are you from?
2: Bay Area, East Bay. Okay. Tiny little town called Benicia. Benicia. You yeah. say
1: caught, not caught.
2: Cat. Yeah, like when you well? were like, I
1: caught the flu. Like you I said cat it. Caught the
2: flu. What is that? That's I mean, not this, even... isn't
1: that California? No.
2: That sounds like.
1: What that sounds that like sound New like England Boston or a something. Yeah. <laughs> I cat in the like, hey. cockies <laughs> with
2: the khakis. Oh, Nick Walker. God, have you been following the um, no more jobs for James? Yeah. Thing? What, what
1: side are you on? Pick a side. Austin. Uh, don't
2: make me. Good God. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> James is probably taking some of my jobs too so I don't oh know. god I don't know. James no, I, love, I love me some James I,
1: I love them both so much I always say like it's just I love that rivalry it's just the purest rivalry in yes. the world like it it's just yeah. we all love it and it's just so pure but yes. I loved um, we were talking about freestyle of supreme before mm-hmm. we recorded and they're coming to Broadway everybody go get your tickets um, it's amazing that they're gonna be on Broadway like freestyle yeah. of supreme is on Broadway That's so dope it's amazing um, but there's an episode of their show that they did called grind time and the whole thing is that jmi is like stealing jobs from chris jackson <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i posted yep. like i like went to to uh the episodes that i have and just like turn on the closed captions so you could see like what james was saying and right. he's like yeah i uh I went in. They wanted me to come back for a callback, but I couldn't make it, so they just moved me right to the final <laughs> callback. And then the last screenshot I, I I took was like JMI walking away, and Chris Jackson just like just looking me <laughs> like who takes jobs from Chris Jackson? Oh,
2: Dare who? Yeah, James and I have been trying to like get lunch together for the past six months, basically, <laughs> and like he just we keep trying, but that man is so busy. And you guys, like, work in the same building. And we work in the same building, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, so we talk all the time, but, like, we've been trying to set aside, like, you know, two hours to just, like, sit down and just chop it up. And, like, that is so hard for us to do. Think about,
1: (laughs) you guys, listening at home, think or in the car, wherever you are, think about how ridiculous that is. That you work in the same place you're you see each other all the time and you can't somewhere nick walker is seething
2: of course seething about this um
1: wait but i want to hear a little bit more about how you got into acting in general i don't want to hear just i mean i love the hamilton stories but how did you do this
2: um so i mean i started real real young i think i was probably like eight um i must remember like walking by this acting studio that was offering classes with my mom um And like something just pulled me in. I was like, oh, I want to check out that, you know, see what that's about. And like she, she pulled me in and like we checked it out and she signed me up for classes. And then I started doing like Chia Pet commercials. You remember those? (laughs) Chia, Chia, Chia. Um, I did, so I did like some of those at a really young age, just like my little Afro, little black kid, just like no acting skills whatsoever. Um, now you know, I like did like community theater productions as the little you know like I played like a young Ricky Martin, which made no sense at one point and just like dumb things like that um and then throughout high school, like I did independent films and some more community theater and and stuff like that. I was like an extra in pursuit of happiness and like you know things oh, like nice. that, just like you know fun little fun little gigs, but it wasn't until after high school that I think I really like I moved to l a I met I met this casting director in San Francisco who was like, "Yo, I like your work. Let me take you to LA see if I can set you up with like a manager and then you know agent and whatever and like you know really see if you can get into this thing full force." Um, so that was like right after high school that I went and did that, and then that's when wow kind of started. Yeah, so you just
1: moved yeah after just, high school. I just
2: moved. Yeah, I think I think I did like a year or so maybe at at um, San Francisco State University um, before I actually made the move, um, and that's when I shot like one of my first bigger films. Bigger quotation marks um, called Prep School, really fun, fun movie. It's on Hulu and stuff. Um, but I did that like right before I moved. And then that was kind of like I tried to spring more that into something in LA. Yeah. But, you know, LA's a tough, tough biz. I learned a, a lot of lessons. Town, right? Yeah. It's a tough town. What'd you learn? Uh, I think I learned how to stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned just kind of like how to maintain some creative control. Like, you know, I also, though, I think I learned how to, I don't know, take take people's advice <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit more too though. Um,
1: yeah. There's a balance there. There's right? a balance. Like, you don't yeah. want to hear, you don't want to listen to everybody, but advice, gotta, there is some good advice there. You got to find people to trust.
2: Exactly. And yeah. then like, you know, take, take their advice. So I think by the, you know, by the time I moved to New York, which was like two or three year, years, later, I had a couple credits under my belt, but mostly I just had a lot of experience, a lot of like you know life experience, um, experience in the industry. So,
1: what was it that made you want to come here?
2: I so I workshopped out in L.A. a show that was called Inappropriate at the time when it was in L.A. and then it came out here and actually ended up going up off Broadway. Um, and it was called One Day at that time, and so I followed that out here and lived out here for like four months. And I think while I was doing that, I booked a lab of a jerry mitchell show called got to dance um which now is called halftime so that just kind of like kept me a little bit longer and then i think i had like an agent came out and saw me in that and basically just kind of like one thing led to another and eventually it just became clear that i was like okay i should i should stay here there's Mm -hmm. some opportunities presenting themselves um so yeah
1: tell me about your family your mom sounds really supportive
2: yeah my mom and my dad always have been yeah um yeah, they're both still back in California. My mom is a physical therapist. My
1: dad's a doctor of physical therapy. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, dope. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so cool. So you
2: know about the like, having a parent keep you together and like get you through injuries all throughout yes. your childhood. well,
1: yeah. Well, uh, I am not a Broadway performer, but yes, totally. <laughs> in my, <laughs> like, not. Oh,
2: and you better believe I still call like, mom my back's hurting and like I'm seeing three PTs out here but you know can you explain <laughs> totally. like, she knows like my old injuries so well and, oh you know.
1: yeah it's so funny I was just telling my dad a story about something I can't even remember what it was but like something happened where I was like oh and then uh, whoever the person I'm a very bad storyteller clearly <laughs> but I can't even remember the details but I do remember me having to turn to my dad and being like I don't know any more details about the injury but the injury has nothing to do with the right. story so just don't and he was like okay okay because <laughs> I knew he wanted to be like so tell what about the mud like what like he just wanted to go into like fix it mode and help be helpful and whatever. Um, Oh, but that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I always get excited when I hear anything about physical therapy. I'm such a nerd. Me
2: too. I know. It makes me so happy for some reason.
1: Yeah, totally. I guess when you're, I don't think I've ever met anyone else whose parent. Yeah. Worked in that.
2: Come on, bonding.
1: Before. Yes, I love it. I'm very excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him. Oh, because I, he loved. Um, because they were on the podcast. My parents once. Oh, nice.
2: I think said so, my parents were on the podcast. No, I was no, like, what? You got everybody. uh Pat and Austin. Pat and Austin. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. Course. So I'm Austin the third.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You guys are welcome anytime. But I remember <laughs> even on the episode, my dad. Was like you know what episode I really liked? He liked Sean Green Junior's episodes because he talked a lot about his physical
2: therapy. I love it. Oh my god, <laughs>
1: It's was the best. It was just
2: the best. God, um, it's it's important though. It takes a village to keep us together to do this show. You know,
1: it's it's so true. And yeah. and uh, yeah, my dad was like going in on like Sean's ankle injury. I was like, Dad, this is about this episode's about you. Like we talked about Sean, like because it was I think when he was jumping off the table or he, or yes. he rolled it. I think oh the first god. first time is Mulligan or just something yeah. like horrible. Um. That is so painful, and it takes you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah.
2: Speaking of which, I'm gonna like move to a different part of the couch yes, of so course, that I can please. support my back.
1: Yes, do That's it. For you, Mom. Get comfortable. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can put your feet up.
2: <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so like yeah, my parents were both always really supportive, and my dad um, has been disabled um, for pretty much all my life, mm-hmm. um, primarily wheel- wheelchair bound. Which also, you know, having a uh, physical therapist and family was very helpful sure. for that too. Yeah. Um, but you know like yeah once i once i got started like they would you know, my mom would take off work and my dad, like we would make him a little bed kind of in the back of the, the van. Um And we would just drive to like, they would drive me to LA for like auditions and stuff. No and I <laughs> get dressed up in like my little suit when I was like nine and you oh, know, go God. meet with agents and stuff. Um So yeah, they've always been super, super supportive. Of Are me. you
1: an only child? I am an only me child. Me too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Austin, what nice. is happening? I don't know. The world. Is uh,
1: the wor- brought it's us just, together. yeah. Well, you, yes. you're, you you're into all that, right? You have like crystals and stuff. And- I do. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: I'm, we- I'm currently wearing a, bracelet with jade on it oh yeah, what, yeah why are for you the viewers. That? um jade is like I, well, I actually got this just recently in, in mexico i went on um vacation and like you know jade is supposed to be for like self-reflection and self-discovery and you know all of that and like that's just i'm going through one of those phases in my life where I'm like i'm really cracking things open and you yeah. know getting to learn about myself
1: yeah so, Again, so. another exhilarating yet terrifying place to oh, be yes.
2: oh <laughs> yes that's so necessary yeah.
1: yeah um are you you are very tall you are I, very, very
2: tall. <laughs> You are very how how you say how how,
1: how you say tall. <laughs> tall. Um, the listeners make fun of me because I when Nick Walker first came over, uh, I was like
2: we Nick Walker and I. I've only met him like two times actually, but but oh you're we, so lucky. It's so funny. <laughs> oh,
1: <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's 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 Savage. how you communicate with Nick Walker through this veiled like I don't like you, but really you know.
2: It's funny though. The first day I, like the first day I walked into the Broadway theater, so many people were like. You walked in and I thought Nick Walker was here. Like <gasps> apparently we have very similar energies, it's very I guess, true, yes. um, and like we talk similarly or something like that. So he's like my my long lost brother. That
1: yeah. I've never you guys really have to meet if you guys with. want to do the pod together. That would be Yo, great.
2: Come on, Nick Walker. Yeah, let's, come on, let's Nick. Do this. Yeah. I mean, what are you
1: doing? Oh just wait, just like, wait, you're arrogant. Oh,
2: sure? Yeah, that's right. right. I keep
1: forgetting we, we have about that. Some things to do, mm, true. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you study dance at all? That's where um, I was going um, with the tall. I understand. Thing. I yeah. understand. Yes. No,
2: thank you study well so like i did i mean i, I took some classes when i was young just kind of as part of like just exploring like my creative mm-hmm. outlets and stuff um i was never very good at like more classical forms of dance i think but somewhere like end of middle school and high school i picked up so in the bay area we called it turfin um which t-u-r-f-i-n uh-huh. and but it's, it's basically just like It's like hip hop like waving and like pop locking and stuff like that. It's like a combination of that, but it's like a very Bay Area brand Mm -hmm. of it. So
1: Can you describe what waving is? Waving waving I
2: mean, like when you see somebody do the wave, that's a that's a that's a a very like basic form of it, but you can like you know, you can take that and like bring it all the way down into your body and like you can do all kinds of things. And you guys not the wave
1: like at a baseball game, a wave like from one arm and then it goes through your whole body to the other arm.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This is so hard to describe without Who's the (laughs) lightest
1: person in the room? (laughs) (laughs) Me. (laughs) always but yeah okay
2: yeah cool so so i got into that um and like you know so i had like a crew and we would battle like other crews and stuff like that it was so fun um so i've got that in me and like some of the people who saw me i don't do it so much here on broadway anymore but like some of the people who saw me on tour probably saw a little bit of that because like in cab battle one especially like especially when chris lee was was jefferson which was you know Mm for a stint. He would do something different every night that I would then make fun of and copy in the um in the cab battle. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, I love um, that.
2: And so sometimes he would like try and glide or he would try like, you know, not try, I shouldn't, that's throwing shade. But he would like, you know, he would do some form of a glide or like a wave or something and then I would just like yeah, <gasps> kill it. Did
1: he know- it's so funny you guys can't see awesome, awesome. you're very subtly doing it and oh, you yeah. can see like it's just it comes very naturally to you and i'm yeah. like oh if you if you were to actually do that i would be blown away
2: by this <laughs> every now and then i like i still find a way to do it and, like even all the cast members are like wait, Austin wait can, what? can dance? Wait, what's happening that's <laughs> what i was gonna
1: ask you like did chris lee know that about after you like he, he
2: figured it out eventually <laughs> and then like he would start to play into it for sure but like i think the first time i did it like his eyes just got really big like, and, like, oh my god all the you know all the other cast members are sitting right. around and just like breaking break character before
1: his eyes like
3: i'm really gonna lose like i'm gonna super lose. right right
2: which is like which is kind of an ongoing debate of like who actually wins the first cabinet battle and who wins the second cabinet battle i it's it's up for debate and it might be different from night to night
1: oh wait no no, no but, we have to dive into that wait you, well, you think it's up in the air for both cab battles
2: well so i was talking to edward tommy who took over for me on the tour and he was one of the first people who was actually like oh no i think i think hamilton what did he say Hamilton loses the first cabinet battle, mm-hmm. he thinks. Um, and it's interesting. I guess that is, I mean, I think coming from Hamilton's perspective, like I thought I just always won. but Totally. But maybe not though. Like sometimes that first cabinet battle, like Jefferson throws in some bombs. Like he, he drops himself, especially like James, like the way James plays it with like, like he sings the, um, I don't want to give too much away, but like he's, yeah, 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 exactly. Like it's hot. (laughs) Like, like that, that's a, he kills it. And then like Mike drops and like all that stuff. So like Hamilton like throws in some stuff, of course, depending on like the actor who plays it, but like, I don't think he wins every single night.
1: I don't think he wins the first one. I think he super wins the, the second.
2: second one. I think he definitely, yeah, like, yeah, I'm super dead. That's, yeah, the super yeah. dead thing is yeah. just perfect.
1: It's my it's Mike's, like, yeah. he loves, the first time he saw that move in person, he was like, what? <laughs> and, like, it, and it's one of those things where you're not entirely sure, like, is that just a move that you guys did? Like, or is that, and then when you see it again, you're yeah. like, oh, no, 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 no that, that's, that is a Tommy Kale approved move. It, it's it, the best. It
2: is, it is, <laughs> but I will say, I think I add a little something, a little extra spice onto it because. So the green pants that I wear in act two, Mm Are made out of a fabric that is not stretchy mm-hmm. um, at all. The rest of the costumes are, but that one is not. And I think I dropped pretty low as I reached down for the head, uh-huh. so I ripped my pants multiple times okay. um, before they finally said, "We're going to give you some elastic." So now, sure. like my pants, and I think the only I'm the only Hamilton that does this like has an s- <laughs> extra strip yeah, of you elastic. Paul, <laughs>
1: drink of water. You're so tall that I'm, you're ripping the pants. I'm
2: ripping the pants. And Paul like, Taswell's
1: like, "Can you please not like? Can we just got to get some elastic on here?" That's
2: no. I, I, I I, he's like, "I don't want to put a lot of." Pressure on you but like this is like a ten thousand dollar suit so if you could just like, <laughs> but, like this is like, it's
1: made for you and right. just like perfect and like there's detail in every stitch
2: so right if you not <laughs> so if you that, could not rip it and like oftentimes it was ripping like just right on my crotch which was like right to the audience so just yeah. not a very like you know classy moment. Sure. Um, uh,
1: you guys don't worry, we will get to Pose in a little bit. Yes. Speaking of just, just giving everything right to the audience, yes. we will get to your yes. role on another, Pose very soon, I promise. piece of clothing
2: but slightly smaller.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and Cabinet Battle 1, too, like George Washington ends it. Right, so it could. It, that's
2: like, true. Yeah, yeah, kind exactly. Of a draw like he,
1: depending on who's yes. playing, you know, yes. we'll reconvene after. Yeah. like exactly. kind of
2: shocked that. Like, <laughs> exactly,
1: they they can see us kind exactly. of in the audience. Like they can see <laughs> breaking us breaking that oh, fourth wall. That's yeah. Totally, like, oh no, it's and that's
2: like that's one of the reasons why I love that that um, both cat battles because like. Obviously, like the co- the cabinet, the Congress is like behind us, but also like the audience becomes part mm-hmm. of the Congress. So, like, we'll, we'll pick people out and be like, "You hit it!" Yes, you hear this? like then, you
1: <laughs> know, sometimes you. I mean, I, you definitely did, and I love when people do. James for sure does. Just go to their side of the stage right. and be like, "Why, like louder? Yeah. Let's go!" Yeah,
2: oh, so and fun. James
1: especially, and George uh, George Washington, nope, uh, Thomas Jefferson. Yes, especially when we first meet him. Yeah, which I think is like one of the best Act Two openers of all time. Yeah, um, he starts with begging for the applause right and then we go right into the cabinet battle right. and he's just like keep it up what are you talking right. about like like, and I just love when you both look to the audience you you both meeting uh, whoever you're playing uh-huh. opposite just like we know who's really doing the planting Jefferson's like no don't yeah. don't listen to him yeah. it's ridiculous just yeah. pay attention to my flashes
2: <laughs> you know like. exactly
0: a civic lesson from a slaver hey neighbor your debts are paid cause you don't pay for labor we plant seeds in the south we create and keep ranting we know who's really doing the planting and another thing Mr. Age of Enlightenment don't lecture me about the War? You didn't fight in it You think I'm frightened of you, man? We almost died in the trench Well, you were off getting high with the French Thomas Jefferson always hesitant with the president Medicine, there in a plan he doesn't jettison Madison, you mad as a hatter, so take your medicine Damn, you in worse shape than the national debt is Sitting there useless is two shits Hey, turn around, bend over I'll show you where my shoe fits Excuse me! Madison, Jefferson, take a walk Hamilton, take a walk reconvene after a brief recess. Hamilton, sir, a word.
2: Well, I mean, you know, cause the album, like, don't get me wrong, the album is incredible, but it's like, you know, you have, You've got two people doing a rap battle, but essentially like they're both in separate booths and just like kind of recording into microphone. And so like you you get it, but it's like a rap battle is like you're there. You're yes. getting in each other's faces. Uh-huh. You're just like, you know, all up in it. And so like seeing that in person, I think elevates it right. to to a new level.
1: And the whole thing about rap battles too, again, whitest person in the room, not like uh, I'm an expert, but like the audience is a part of it. Yes. So for, for that to be part of it in the show makes oh. complete sense because you're always looking to the, or, or playing to the audience, yes. you're trying to like, get them on your side always
2: and like i mean this this is true for the entire show because it's a very like give and take show i feel like like the more the audience gets into it the more energy you're gonna get from us because it's just like it's just a give and take and like it it just oh it's so beautiful but like when the audience like if 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 i say when i say um they keep ranting we know who's really doing the planting like when the audience goes ooh, i'm like (laughs) oh you done you done messed up now because you just gave me the fire to like lay into him for the next one like oh i live for that
1: i and i love that and the minute you know like the minute you see it the first time and you know that like that's allowed right that that's okay to do so now every time i introduce i just introduced my friend uh horatio to it and i was kind of i'm i get loud during the cabinet especially when i know that you guys want us to Yes. yes and i i will like defer to people on stage you sure. know i'm not just going to start screaming sure. like you know I, I will be respectful but if someone looks to my side of the 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 house yes. and is just doing this with their arms i'm just going to be like "Woo!" You yeah know, yeah. I, no, I'm I feel t- it on team ham right and so i'm gonna you know cheer yeah. for whatever you say yeah
2: yeah Blindly. well i'm just gonna <laughs> no. like let me just take a moment like austin scott as alexander hamilton i'm giving explicit uh, permission Great. to go crazy during oh, the cabinet battles okay. and really any time in the show that you want to because like it's you know well maybe not any time no well um, immigrants. <laughs> maybe quite, quite uptown maybe just like yeah no everyone know. just yeah, yeah. Uh, but, immigrants um, yes sure yes immigrants oh so, some nights it's crickets I some know. nights it's crickets and I'm just like Ooh. why do you
1: do you think that's because I've spoken to so many people about this and i'm so curious about like why you think that is do you think that it's because people think it's not okay
2: i think sometimes i think you know the the flow every show has a different flow to it i think you know and like i think the audience like at the start of the show kind of decides there's there's some kind of like group mentality that comes together like are we going to be a really vocal crowd or are we not and like you know are we kind of just going to sit and take it in or are we going to be rowdy i
1: don't think that when i'm in the audience
2: and I i would imagine that there'd always be at least one somebody who would like still make noise even even here though. i am raising my hand yeah head. and like that's that's great because like obviously often, oftentimes like you'll you know rile people up but it seems like a lot of times like if the majority of people are not in that space then even the ones who may want to make a lot of noise won't you know just because right, right, like right. It just it just feels like the wrong thing to do um and which sometimes i get.
1: people like agree but it's just not in their nature yeah. to be vocal about it which yeah. is totally fine but yeah. Yeah, it's weird like I feel it's it's an interesting conversation because I don't want to put I don't want to sign anybody anything or or right. put pressure on them. Like if you're seeing Hamilton for the first time or the 10th time or you're seeing your first Broadway show or touring Company. If right. you're seeing something for the first time, like experience it the way you're going to experience it, right. or a hundredth time, experience art the way you want to. Right. So Absolutely. I don't want. I don't want people. I don't want to shame anyone for, for not being loud about
2: it. Well, and like sometimes I think. I mean, there's so much in the show to catch. Like totally. I sometimes people just like. I'm not gonna clap. I'm not gonna make noise because I I don't want to miss the next thing that's gonna 100%. happen. And I t- I totally get that. And like I would never like I there's many shows that I will watch and I I I'm like that. Like I just even if people around me are laugh or like loving it, I mean are like clapping and screaming, I can be enjoying it just as much. But like I'm just so focused that totally. I'm not making noise. And that's a completely valid like way to experience a show. 100%. I just don't I don't ever want people to feel like they can't. You know like like that they need to feel like they have to put a cap on themselves you know, with this show, especially right. like, I think that's, you know, for me, that's like, if you have that in you, you want to let it out, like let it out, you yeah. know what I mean? Be, you know, enjoy yeah. it with us. And
1: that's why, when I said weird before, I meant it's weird, like just understanding the dynamic, Yeah, you know, that's, sure. so I just want to qualify that. But it's interesting because we were talking to, uh, uh when Mike was on the pod, we were talking to Carl Queensborough from from the West End mm. and we were talking about that moment because everyone knows Yorktown is like my heart. It's, yeah. I. it's my favorite thing. And, um, after the dance break sometimes usually people clap yeah and sometimes they don't and i've i've i was telling carl that sometimes i've i've heard from people like oh like why are you clapping it's not over yet and i remember carl saying like wait a second if you're feeling like you want to clap and applaud in that moment which is a total like applaudable moment which is not a word but it is now like clap about it like they just did the yorktown dance break number one
2: yeah
3: Hercules Mulligan, I need no introduction. When you knock me down, I get the fuck back up again.
2: And like, it's good to know. I mean, maybe it's good to know. There are a lot of moments in the show that are specifically, there's kind of like a contingency built into the music where we're we're allowed to hold until mm-hmm. if, if, if applause starts. So like, for example, when I come out and they're like, you know, the very opening number, what's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. It's on the actor to start the music up again. So some nights people cheer when Hamilton comes out. Some nights people are again, just like they didn't clap on the, on the, the recording. So uh-huh. I shouldn't clap now. Uh-huh, you know what totally. I mean? And so like, if they don't clap then we can just keep it in time if not we can hold it a little bit and like similarly after cab battle one if people clap there um george washington can like l- just uh uh-huh. let the music loop until he like until the, the, bump, the yeah, bump, yeah exactly yeah, until, yeah yeah until it dies down and then he can jump in
3: you don't have the votes you don't have the votes ah, ha, 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 ha. you're gonna need congressional approval and you don't such a blunder, sometimes it
2: makes me wonder why I even bring the thunder, why he even brings the thunder.
3: You wanna pull yourself together?
0: I'm sorry, these Virginians are birds of a feather. Young man, I'm from Virginia, so watch your mouth. So we let Congress get held hostage by the south?
2: Um, So, like, there's there's a lot of moments in that that are kind of like, leave it open for like, if the audience claps here, we have a plan for that. If they don't clap here, we'll just go right into it. So,
1: it's genius. It's genius, but I just want to get this straight. So, really, like, if you could walk me through that moment, because this is fascinating to me that you're out there, you just started the show, no matter what you're going through as an actor, right? Mm -hmm. You're feeling all these things like, oh my God, you don't know the audience you're walking into, or maybe you're not someone could be swung in or out, or you you have no idea. Then
2: your job is to read the room, and and I don't always get it right. Cause see, so right. like sometimes, so sometimes I'll step out there and I'll say, you know, what's your name, man, Alexander Hamilton, and it'll be quiet. And so I'm like, okay, so then I'm just gonna roll into it. And then right as it's coming up to the time to just jump back in in time, someone will go, woo, right. and then they'll start clapping and like. I have to decide split second, like, oh God, well, it's, it's too late to hold it. So I'm just going to start saying it. And then like, I started over the claps and like, okay. <laughs> it, it can be a little messy. Which is not your fault
1: because they wooed. Exactly. Probably I wooed after you. Exactly.
2: <laughs> so- and then it started late and then now, you know, whatever. Um, and like, listen, it's not the end of the world by any means, but it's just like, it is, it is funny that like, that is kind of on me. Like I get yeah. to step out there and just be like, okay, am I gonna, do I want to hold this? Cause I feel like they are going to clap or... No, most times I just err on like, I'm just going to say it in time. And if they clap, you know, later, then so be it. But then other times I step out and it's Alexander Hamilton, massive applause. And like, I know, okay, I shouldn't start this because they're not going to hear any of the Mm -hmm. next line if I don't wait until at least like dies down a little bit. And
1: even though the next line is the same line, I just. This is true it's it's no but it, I, I mean it like it's how you perform it and then the music comes yeah. in like i want everyone yeah. to hear every note of everyone <laughs>
2: like, which was actually it's there was one night that that was really helpful because i went out and this is my first line of the show and i step on stage and i say alexander hamilton and my mic is off and they cut it back on though for the second alexander hamilton so but at least like at least they they knew like god could you imagine if they just didn't know my name from the from the start of the show right
1: like it, it, it <laughs> that that was had this anomaly where all 1,500 people at the Rogers were going in totally cold <laughs> exactly. and had nobody had any idea. What's your name, man? And no oh one God. knew the name of the Who show they were going to see. <laughs> like It was just some weird alternate universe yes. where they all thought they were going to see... Wicked or something exactly. Exactly. Uh, which Wicked is great I'm just saying I just right. it was the first show that came into my right. head right <laughs> does it feel like an eternity for you though when you're standing out there and you were just introduced by Aaron Burr who also has you know Aaron Burr's have told mm-hmm. me that it's kind of on them to you know they, they stand on in the wings and they wait for a second and like the orchestra starts on their yes. walking out yeah. so it's so amazing to me that those those v- crucial two crucial moments in the very beginning of the show yeah are all about feeling
2: oh yeah i mean there's most of the show a lot of it is on i'm sure as i'm sure Lack talked about a lot of it is on a click track so it's like you know tempos are set and whatever but there's a lot of the show that is you know just like any cabaret would be or any time like a musician plays with a singer there's a give and take like they're following us and we're following them you know what i mean so it's like (laughs) so um so there's definitely a lot of like communication and there's you know two big screens that we can see that that sit um like right underneath the 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 mezzanine level with like with the conductor so we can watch oh, each that's other and the, that's we can
1: the best yeah it's so oh my
2: especially for best. like hurricane for example because hurricane there's no there's no beat it's just like boom 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 you know or that's not the that's not the, that's exactly no, it My favorite rehearsals are when Andy comes comes and stops yes, by because I like, was we'll just have...
1: talking about this in Chicago. Oh everyone yeah. is like, when Andy comes, it's like it changes everything because like there's there's so
2: much going on at all time that just like that amplifies and mirrors like what you know the leads or what like you know that amp that speaks to the main storyline that we may not even realize is happening behind mm-hmm. this. Like so when he's there and I get to watch him talking to like the ensemble members and talking to other like leads and stuff, like I'm like, oh my God, that's that's happening while I'm doing this. Uh-huh. And like it just it fleshes out like my own story so much. Yeah. You know, just by getting to like watch the other stuff. uh it's yeah. incredible. It's so genius. Oh my God. Okay, the way I'm gonna, he thinks ahead. I'm yes. gonna go to the bathroom real quick and then I want to get more into this. Great. <laughs> Said, <laughs> do cut sexy, set, of sad with love It's good.
1: want to talk
2: about oh just yeah just like andy and like some of those little like small things that show his genius like yeah <clears throat> well like and like for hamilton in particular like we've had a lot of conversations about like i never i try and never stand with both feet facing the audience like i always have one in in the back until until like like the end of hurricane or like there's a few choice moments because like having having my feet fully placed to the audience means like I'm comfortable and I'm like showing all and I'm bearing all and like I'm sure. And like as long as I kind of like if I if I balance a little bit, then it's like it it gives this illusion of kind of like not quite sure. haven't quite figured it out yet. And, and that was a you thing? Yeah. And that was like that was like a me thing that that came of like t- with talks with Andy um, and also like, you know, building it so that you never see Hamilton really fully still until Quiet Uptown. Up until that, up until that point, you just kind of like there's always even if even if his feet are planted, there's always just kind of like a like balls of the feet, like a like a an, an energy uh-huh. um to yes, him. Yes. And so that when when Quiet Town happens, like you're seeing something new. You're like, oh my God, he's he's truly like at a loss for words. And he's like, he's using everyone else's Mm -hmm. words in that song which also is so beautiful like but I'm not afraid I know who I married Uh and like all of these things like would that be enough would that be enough exactly and like you know I've always I've read that as just kind of like wow for the first time like he doesn't know what to say and so like Mm -hmm. he's using other people's words it's there's just and so the, many like, i could
1: feel the chills like on my cheeks yeah. um but that moment of and everything you're saying i just i'm like reliving it again mm-hmm. and so that moment of course the moment that really everyone kind of goes back to or a lot of people do at least the she takes his hand right mm-hmm. and he is standing still yeah like you're stand, you're yeah. just you're hoping you're praying you're begging you're just yeah. and you're just standing there yeah And you're standing still. I could sob about it. It's
2: so beautiful. It's so beautiful.
1: But you're absolutely right. Like not standing still, being super nonstop, and that um, that thing that is so infuriating. Like take a break for five and a half minutes, and then you've never seen a bastard orphan more in need of a break. Listen to the women. Right. Let the women do the work, as I always say. I'm obsessed. Like listen to the women. Yeah. Take that break.
2: Yeah. It finally just takes like his world crumbling to just. Stop. Yeah, you know? it's, it's
1: rock bottom. If I it's ever rock seen it, exactly,
2: you know? <laughs> exactly. And obsession. You know, just obsession with the legacy and like the you know never it, nothing ever being enough. And so therefore, he never feels like he can really stop. You know, right, because that would stop. be
1: enough. And but be but like, that, he's exactly, going to scream about exactly. It. Like <laughs> when, you, when you could talk about it and like have this conversation and and really connect it all together.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is like I, this is why I appreciate so much when when you guys come over because you're not at work, mm-hmm. but what I'm asking you to do is talk about your work. And then I'm so grateful because we have these conversations where I feel like maybe we both, I mean, I definitely land on things, but I think we kind of both in oh, this moment can land on things. I'm
2: having like, oh, wait. so much fun because like, <laughs> it, it's actually very rare that we get to have these conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, us in the, in the, in the show, because you know, we're just, we're doing the thing. Like we're not talking about it so much. You know, every mm-hmm. now and then we'll sit down with like, you know, tommy or the creatives or you know the associates and stuff and like we'll talk moments but like i haven't seen the show for a very long time and so like getting to getting to be reminded of the perspective of like kind of what what the show looks like as a whole um is really fun is really is really like refreshing to me because i i kind of i my perspective is in it you know my perspective is like totally. in the eye of the hurricane you know what yeah. i mean so i can't i don't get to see like the whole thing yeah um so that's really it's just really fun to talk about these subjects with both perspectives, you know, from both points of view.
1: Totally. And I, I like I said, like I appreciate it. I am not ham I'm I'm an outsider here. I'm not ham fam. So like for you to come over and and talk about that is just is really, I don't know, meaningful to me.
2: Yeah. Well you are kinda ham fam, but
1: <laughs> Austin, <laughs> I know um, what you mean, but the point y- is you, you know. Yeah no I'm not I'm not there every day. I'm not yes, you know yes, I exactly. just it means a lot to me. Is all yeah. I'm saying. Uh, during our very quick bathroom break, we were listening to an open letter on the mixtape with Watsky and Shockwave, and we were f- fangirling about it because Shockwave is the best. And I was like, Shockwave "That's a human person making all of those sounds like it's yeah.
2: ridiculous." Yeah.
1: Um. But we were talking about the Sit Down, John moment.
2: Yeah. I. I mean, God. I. Because so that obviously the Sit Down, John moment used to be that entire thing. An open letter used to be, that used to be a song that was yes, right there, and course. it's just yeah, you know yeah. it's still down. Of course, you all know this.
3: An open letter to the fat arrogant anti-charismatic national embarrassment known as President John Adams. The man's irrational, he claims that I'm in league with Britain in some vast international intrigue. Trick please! You wouldn't know what I'm doing, you're always going berserk, but you never show up to work. Give my regards to Abigail next time you write about my lack of moral compass. At least I do my job up in this rumpus. The line is behind me across it again. president lost it again, aww oh, such a rough life Better run to your wife, you bosses in Boston again Let me ask you a question, who sits at your desk when you're in Massachusetts? They were calling you a dick back at 76, and you really haven't done anything new since You nuisance, with no sense, you would die of irrelevance Go ahead, you aspire to level. you aspire to malevolence Say hi to the Jeffersons, and the spies all around me, maybe they can confirm I don't care if I kill my career with this letter, I'm combining you to one term Sit down John, you fat motherfucker! <laughs>
2: i wish that was still in because it's 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 one of the most like impressive in my opinion impressive like rap segments in the show um that's not even in the show anymore and so like to get to to have gotten to do that every night would have been really fun but But is it
1: fun for you to drop all of the you know the pamphlets and just oh god yeah sit down john do you actually say it is, someone, yes. is <laughs> someone like has your has your mic
2: they just some, cut the mic off and yeah, yeah. Then they put the beep yeah, yeah we, or, or we have they, to yeah. yeah we i mean i don't know if everyone does this but i i i've always mouthed it at least um oh, i've, yeah, I've no. said i mean i've no I've, i say it out loud
1: um, I've seen every ham mouth. it, yeah. But I'm just curious because yeah. we, we talk a lot about how these ensemble members have characters for their mm-hmm. for their tracks, which I love. And then they're having these conversations, which are very real in the yeah. moment. And you can't mouth everything. I mean, right. you're not
2: like, oh, no, no, we're, we're talking to each other. Like, yes, yeah, so if that's you turned our mics up at random times in the show. It would be a very interesting show. That's
1: why, I, <laughs> that's why I'm like, you guys, the sound team is amazing yeah. because they have your backs they do. so hard that they you can do. get into that character and get yes. into that. You know, if you're hitting on someone at the bar or right. if you're just angry at somebody or whatever. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I definitely, I'm definitely always very conscious because like I'm dropping this. I mean, that thing is heavy. It's really heavy. It's probably 20 it? pounds. Oh, yeah. It's very heavy. Because um, no it's, it's weighted it's so pounds? that it can it can actually make like that thud. Yeah. Um, <gasps> when it hits, so it's heavy, and there's people down there. Like there's you know yeah, there's there's, there's um, the ensemble Naspersen members. Is down there. Exactly, the <laughs> is down there. Yes, and the bullet is down there. Yes, um, no, totally, totally. Yeah, um, and so like I'm always like pretty much every night the thought creeps into my head just a little bit of like please pl- I really hope I'm on the right mark so I'm not like too far left or too far right and I'm not dropping it but they they're looking up so they'll move if it if that were to happen because all you know all of the things that we write on in the show and stuff are like they're like actual letters and they're actual um, oh I know I've seen them things. they're amazing and like there's a picture on the front page of the the stack of papers that i'm not exactly sure this is what it is but it basically looks like two slaves or like two people in blackface and so wait oh, wait, wait wait the stack of things that i throw down on the you know sit down john you fat motherfucker that, that yeah there's like these two people at the top of the page that look like blackface or like slaves and uh-huh. so for some reason like i look at that every night not for some reason. Obviously, it makes sense why it would piss me off. Yeah. But I look at it and I'm just like, and there's my motivation. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> on yeah, you your,
1: fat mother. You yeah. Fat
2: mother. It's, yeah. But
1: yeah. I, I loved hearing about how. A lot of those documents were based on real things and and just the even the uh the texture of them Mm -hmm. and you know the the typeface and all of that like it's all based on real shit and a lot of real shit was fucking terrible you guys like these are flawed people we're talking about incredibly incredibly flawed
2: yeah oh read the read the reynolds pamphlet (laughs) (laughs) you'll you'll find that out real quick
1: I have. Mm-hmm. Uh very early on in this podcast, Ashley and I like read the Reynolds pamphlet on like a Saturday night and like listened to the Reynolds pamphlet. We yeah. are just nerds. Um but yeah, I mean there's Jefferson was is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. He was a nightmare.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He wrote how slavery was an abomination in, in all of his drafts of the Declaration of Independence, which Mike and I were talking about this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then he was fucking Thomas Jefferson about it. Yeah,
2: it's real fun to get to lay into Thomas Jefferson in the cab battles. Like, that's, <laughs> that's real. There's some real ancestral catharsis there. Yeah, do, I mean, sure. for sure. Yeah, Such, so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> sweet. Yes. But then there's like, you know, there's, there's like the letter that, oh, the letter that I'm writing in the middle of the night scene right before, you know, the final duel. Best of Wives. Um, um, best of oh. Wives. Like, that's the actual letter that like he wrote to her and it's like, oh God, I read it one day early on in tour and like I was just, you know, he just talks about like, I hope to see you in a better world and on the other side. And like, it's just, it's so heartbreaking. I know. Um Oh, God. Yeah. What What
1: was your your research really for the role? Because um, I, mean, I knew not, I'm I'm very honest about it. Like I really didn't, I'm embarrassed about what I didn't know.
2: Oh, don't be. No one did. Before this. <laughs> <you>
1: <laughs> I knew know, nothing like, about Alexander yeah.
2: Hamilton except for. I didn't. I don't even think I knew he was the guy on the ten dollar bill. To be honest, like really? I don't remember ever really hearing much about him. I'm sure there were there were like little moments in history class where they said like, and he created the Treasury Department. Moving on. So I mean, I was in the same boat. I didn't. I didn't know a lot about American history. Like just period. And I mean, also like a lot of the a lot of the history books and stuff. Like they tell a very small portion of the, the story. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. like they they. Yeah, they don't, they don't flesh it out very much.
1: Yeah, so uh, the episodes that came out before Austin is uh, my best friend Ashley. She is a history teacher down at Harvey Milk High School. She's been on the pod a zillion times, my best friend of over 20 years. She was saying that the regents only teach from like 1750 to now. And she's like, um, I don't want to teach about like dead white dudes because my students are not dead white dudes. Right, They're alive and people <laughs> of color and they're right. queer and beautiful and perfect. And like, I don't, I just need to... So I was like, so how do you do that? And she goes, um, you find a school that lets you, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that sounds easy. <laughs> like it's yeah. just no, and
2: I mean that's one of the things I love about the show is that you know they do like the Edge of Ham program, which is oh, why they do yeah. like entire curriculums, you know, yes. using this show to teach it, and it's that's so huge. Yeah. And I also love that like, listen, there's no entire there's no songs dedicated entirely to slavery or you know things like that but at least it's mentioned many many times they don't they they don't write it out
1: i mean it was cut but like it's it's still there and and it's it's released and that's why i love like the mixtape and the hamill drops yeah that lynn was like no you have to hear the demo of of what i you know right it's it's real it's true right
0: the issue on the table from a Quaker delegation in Philadelphia calling on Congress to end the African slave trade and abolish slavery in all its forms. This petition was written and signed by Benjamin Franklin. It cannot go ignored. If this comes to a vote in Congress, what is the White House's position? Secretary Jefferson, you first. Tread lightly. Sir. The Constitution clearly states that the states have to wait until 1808 to debate on whether to end the slave trade. Whether or not you want it, guys, that is the final compromise we made But for a second, let us say that we can legislate Unanimous emancipation, freedom reigns, and yes, it's great We cannot cure prejudice or righteous desperate hate So back to Africa, or do they get a separate state? In 1784, I tried to float, banning slavery in the West My notion didn't get a single vote Slavery's a sin, it's growing like a cancer But we can't address a question if we do not have an answer
2: you can't talk about the founding of America without talking about slavery because at the height of slavery the the what is it like the the worth of the slave trade was higher than the worth of all banking and all like basically every other export and every other thing of, uh, in america at that time so it's like really the only way we became independent and were able to like go from this like fledging little country into what we are mm-hmm. was because of the slave trade so totally. it's like you gotta talk about it you have to talk you gotta about to about it. talk about it i
1: read this the reason mike and i were talking about it today is because i read this article i think it was from the washington post about the tour guides at monticello right kind of not hiding behind it anymore and at first i was like first of all how is it just now what is it 2019 they're just now like actually saying the word slave or slavery and not saying like they said they would uh say souls of his family or servants or something ridiculous Mm. and i was like in 2019 this is fucking ridiculous and then they start going through the trip advisor reviews where every negative review of monticello is just like dumb white people being like I'm really offended that I have to deal with this. And one of them that they posted, which I'm sure has been deleted now. But this one white person said, going to Monticello is like a fan, like an Elvis super fan going to Graceland. And then the tour guide basically just told me what a horrible person Jefferson was. And it really like made it not so fun for me.
2: Oh, what a bummer. I was like, poor you. Are you kidding me? Sorry, but when I read that to
1: Mike, I was like, "She's like, she's writing it, like she's saying it with no sense of, I like, just no."
2: We we got a review while we were on the road of someone saying, "Uh, yeah, you know, the show is fine, but like." jefferson and washington and all of them were black like i couldn't get past that it was really no that just took me out of it i'm like one okay did you buy a ticket to the show not knowing what the entire like point was but by the time i was on
1: tour i'm so sorry no you should have
2: absolutely known but like two it's like okay no jefferson jefferson and washington weren't black hamilton was part black most likely but the point is that you can't talk about the founding of america without people of color and immigrants and, and black people especially. Yes. And so it's like the fact that they are up there telling this story makes a lot of sense. It just does. Right. They they may not have actually, these people weren't black, but that's, it's not literal. You know what I'm saying? It's just that like, we were a part of this this story. And so we deserve to be telling it as well.
1: It's ridiculous to me that it's really hard for people yeah. to grasp that. And I just, I don't like, it's just God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun rant.
1: <laughs> Look, sometimes speaking the truth ends up being a little bit of a rant. And I got to tell you, in this case, I am very much cool with it. All right, Austin is back next week, and we're talking Austin's view on Hamilton's affair. Like, was he a womanizer? Was he not? Uh, The big forgiveness moment. We dive into the final duel, the friendship of Hamilton and Burr, that last moment with Eliza. I mean, Austin gives so much insight, and it was so much fun and just so eye-opening. You're going to love it. And we also talk about Austin guest-starring on Pose. Hello. Uh, His self-care routine, stage touring, and how much he loves it. You guys, we cover everything. It's the best. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. There is lots more coming next week. Seriously, the honesty continues. It was just, uh, it was such a great, great experience hanging out and talking with Austin. Um, thank you, as always, for listening. You're the best listeners ever, best listeners in the world. I'll tell everyone about it, and I do. Um, but yeah, that's it. I gotta get back to work. So I will talk to you next week. I love you. I'm G Dad Penn. is brought to you by my love of the thing, TM, and my complete lack of chill. Please join me in raising all the glasses to Sir Alex Lackamore for generously making my intro music and this custom Yorktown arrangement that I will never, ever get over. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To become a Patreon peep and get the chance to ask questions to guests, get tons of behind-the-scenes access, and join the best, kindest, and most welcoming corner of the internet, go to patreon.com slash thehamilcast. I love you guys. Thank you. Hashtag team no chill. I'm at the Hamilcast on all social media and you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Residuals is my web series with my husband, Mike, you know, Mike, and can be found at TheResiduals.tv. True Crime Obsessed is my true crime comedy podcast with my podcast soulmate and Broadway royalty, Patrick Hines of theater people and Broadway backstory fame. Thank you again so much for listening. It means the world to me.
3: To the revolution!